Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Hey, Joe. Yeah, you, regular Joe. Yeah, somebody called out Joe Biden today at a rally in Detroit. Joe lost it, said a bad word, which Aaron was nice enough to bleep out. You'll hear it in a second. Yeah, he was con- uh, confronted by one of those regular Joes that he likes to say he relates to. Guy wanted to know if uh, Joe really meant what he said and about Beto O'Rourke being his gun guy if he gets elected president. Listen. I support the Second Amendment. Second Amendment, just like right now, if you yell fire, that's not free speech. But from the very beginning, I have a shotgun, I have a 20 gauge, 12 gauge, my son's hunt. Guess what? You're not allowed to own any weapon. I'm not taking your gun away at all. You need 100 rounds? Well, you were in Beto and you said you going to take our gun. I did well. not say that. That's not true. I did not say that. It's a viral video. It's a viral video like the other ones are putting out that are saying they're lying. Your whole voice, you said that you're taking a gun. Oh, he just clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. You should take your AR-14s your AR and whatnot. Yeah, this is not okay. Hold up, hold up. All right. Hey, let's well, be clear. Don't tell me all the There's a lot of guys. A lot of guys wanted me. I'm not working. Give me a break. Don't be such a worry about it. Hey, there's a lot of people. Here's the deal. Are you, are you able to own a, a, a machine gun? I said, are you able to own one? Machine guns are illegal. That's right. Some AR-15s are legal. How is that in a machine gun? No, it's not. Yeah, do you need 100 rounds? Do you need 100 rounds? In America, with handguns, and there are what you call assault rifles. Why are you advocating for assault rifles when people are buying handguns? Okay, let's go. Uh, Joe said he never said that about taking the guns away, but, um, you know, Joe's kind of old, and he may have forgotten that when you, you know, go on TV shows and you say things, they record them, and uh, people can find out what you said and, you know, play it back. Here's Joe on CNN with Anderson Cooper not saying what he said he didn't say a few months ago. Buy an assault weapon that has multiple rounds, or buy an assault weapon that has a hundred rounds. Even though it may not, you can't point to the fact that it, in fact, had stopped it before. Do you want more of them on the street? Mm. Do we want to do that? So to, to, to gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Look, the Second Amendment doesn't say you can't restrict the kinds of weapons people can own. Yeah, well, Joe has no clue about what the Second Amendment means, but uh, he did say what he said he didn't say, didn't he? I heard him say it. Hasn't been a good week for Joe, uh, and lots of people, including people in his own party, are wondering if he can make it through uh, to the election without doing or saying something so crazy or ridiculous that they have to, you know, just cart him away, take him to someplace really nice and peaceful. Joe, just stay over here and relax. Here, smoke a cigar. Meanwhile... He could become the nominee tonight, not officially, but if he has a big night tonight, he could all but clinch it. They're voting in Michigan, Missouri, uh, Idaho, Mississippi, North Dakota, Washington right now. Polls will be closing in a few hours. And Joe could be the Democrats guy by the time you fall asleep tonight. You could wake up tomorrow morning and it's going to be Trump versus Biden. And when we come back, the director of communications for the Trump campaign is going to be here. He has the same name as one of the biggest names in Pittsburgh sports history, because he's that guy's grandson. We're going to talk to this guy when we come back, and I'll bet Joe's name comes up. Stick around. Hey, Joe, where you going with that gun in your hand? I want to know where you're going with that gun in your hand. 
If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have five to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year... Another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496. Good morning, America. Or is it? If you're one of the millions of Americans who did not sleep well last night, it's probably a pretty average morning. But listen up, you sleep-deprived people. There's good news. A breakthrough sleep solution called Pronto Sleep. And when we say pronto, we mean pronto. Pronto Sleep gently opens your nose to focus breathing and help you relax and fall asleep. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils to help you stay asleep naturally. And then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Too easy, eh? And in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep and 74% found it helped them stay asleep. So make every morning a... Good morning, America. With Pronto Sleep, available now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep from RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions are posted at textrules.us. Texting and roles for recurring automated marketing text messages, message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Tom from K11, and I have one question for you. What size socks are you wearing right now? If you're like everyone else I've asked, you simply don't know. How could you? That's because until now, socks were made in one size fits all or just a couple of sizes to fit every size foot. But not at Kane 11. We make our socks in 11 individual sizes from 7 to 17. That's right, 7 to 17. Great looks and colors to fit everyone's lifestyle. From cotton to wool or anything in between, Kane 11's got the perfect sock for you. Better yarns, better quality, just a better sock. If you don't love them just like we do, send them back for a full refund. That's the Kane 11 promise. Once you wear a pair of Kane 11's, I guarantee you'll never go back to wearing socks in multi-size ranges again. Save 20% off your first order when you text SOCKS to 246810. That's text SOCKS. To 246810. Text SOCKS to 246810. I'm Andy Solomon. Rideshare platforms have evolved to provide riders with even better experiences. Sheriff John Wetzel, chairman of the National Sheriff's Association Traffic Safety Committee and former president of the International Association of Chiefs of Police, explains. Companies like Lyft are making rider safety a priority by continuously screening their drivers. Before getting into any car, riders should match the license plate, car model, and driver's name with what's shown in the app. During your ride, you can share your location and route with your family and friends. According to Wetzel, communities where Lyft is available have also seen lower rates of impaired driving and fatal crashes. For example, Miami-Dade Police announced that there was a 65% decline in impaired driving arrests in 2017 compared to the four prior years, thanks in part to ride-sharing. Nationally, 71% of Lyft riders say they are less likely to drive while impaired because of the availability of ride-sharing services. For more information, visit Lyft.com. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, 60 years ago today, uh, his grandfather was in spring training with the Pirates getting ready to manage them to the World Series. 44 years ago this month, I was working with his dad, who was the manager of the Pirates AAA team in Charleston, West Virginia. We were actually neighbors. And right now, he's working for the President of the United States, his name is Tim Murtaugh. He's the Director of Communications for Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. Tim, thanks for being here. How are you doing? I'm doing well, John. How have you been? It's been a long time. Yeah, good. Now, before we get to the uh, serious stuff, uh, you were pretty young when your grandpa, Danny, was uh, managing the Pirates. Do you have any memories of that? 
I do, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's hard, though, at, at this point to determine what's a real memory and what's something that I've just, you know, grown up around yeah. hearing stories about. But I'm, I'm the oldest of six grandchildren that Danny had, and so I was seven years old when he passed in 1976. So I have memories of him as, uh, as Grandpa, mostly. I have memories of, of visiting him at the ballpark for, for one reason or another. The most vivid memory I have is being with the Pirates on the road in Houston at the Astrodome at one point. So that had to be probably 1976-ish. Uh, so I, I do have some memories, and, and of course, in our family, lots of stories. And oh, so they, sure. they, they probably they probably stand in for memories right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, your dad, Tim, uh, also named Tim, uh, was a minor league player and a manager, and um, I was the play-by-play announcer for the Charleston Charlies. I remember having pizza with you and your dad and Pete Peterson one night. You lived across the oh. street from us. I'm sure you remember that well. But, well, uh, I do, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but how, how did you avoid the baseball life, coming from a family like that? <laughs> well, I think the baseball life avoided me, I think. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, if you look at it through generations, Grandpa played second base in the big leagues for nine years and then, of course, had great success managing the Pirates. Mm-hmm. My dad was an All-American in college as a catcher at Holy Cross and uh, played, made it all the way up to AAA in the Pirates organization. And I played high school ball and wasn't quite good enough to play and didn't have the, the size to uh-huh. play Division One Division One college ball. So I think uh, it got watered down by generation, pretty obviously the talent level. So my, my two boys probably have no chance at all. <laughs> so uh, you're now working for Donald Trump. You're the director of communications for the campaign. Um, what's the message that you want to communicate today? I mean, I'm sure it changes all the time. You've got to keep your, your ears open to what's happening out there. So with everything that's going on right now in the news, what, what's your, what are you out there trying to communicate today to people who are going to be voting? Well, the the president is running on a clear record of, of accomplishment, and we the central message is promises made, promises kept. You know, when he was a candidate in 2016, he made certain promises. Uh, most of them centered on uh, the improvement of the economy. And now we can look back on the changes that he's made, the, the, the deregulation and getting the government out of the way of the people who actually create the jobs, and that's in, in private business, primarily small business, and letting them do what they do best, which is invest in their businesses, hire people, and make the economy grow. And we can look back and say, promises made, promises kept. And, you know, he had one of the great slogans in American political history, keep America great again, or make, I'm sorry, make America great again, one of the great slogans in American history. And it was so well-branded because that's what he does. Uh, but even he recognized that, you know what, make America great great again doesn't really work anymore. Now we want to do is keep America great. And so that's really what we're doing now. We're, we're talking about promises made and promises kept and keeping America great and, and looking forward to four more years where the best is yet to come. So how much of what you do, though, has to be in response to what uh, the president likes to call fake news? Because there's plenty of that. I mean, uh, it's out there every day. And I've seen you quite a bit, uh, especially recently, on the various cable shows. I know I see you on Fox. I don't know if they're inviting you to the other ones. But I've seen you on uh, quite a bit. And most of the time you seem to be counter- countering what's being said on the other side or by the media, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, there, you know, we have this going to be a constant drumbeat. Uh, we know we're, this is nothing new for us. The, a little history lesson, I think, is in order. Remember, for two years, the Democrats and the mainstream media wanted to impeach the president because they said he was a Russian agent, right? So that that fell apart. And then when they moved on to the Ukraine business, and that turned out to be nonsense as well. And they impeached him, like we knew they were always going to try to do. Uh, but of course, uh, in the in the Senate, he was acquitted, which we also knew was going to happen. So this has been a three-and-a-half-year quest on the Democrats and the media to try to prevent the president from being reelected. And so anything that they can grab onto, that they can use as a weapon against the president, they will do it. Uh, in, even so much we knew, just as just as they were bound to try to impeach and remove the president, when the coronavirus came along, it did not matter what the president did in response to that. Democrats and the media were going to criticize him, regardless of, of what the approach was by the federal government. And so we're used to that, and there's always something to counter. That's that's true, but you know that's that's part of the job. Probably at least half of it is fighting off what uh, what the opposition has to say every day. Yeah, and how do you pick your spots when it comes to showing up? You yourself, I mean, uh, showing up in the media. Is it when you get invited, or do you do you try to you know get yourself into the fray uh, when when you think it's needed? 
Uh, well, it's both. You know, we, we respond as best we can to when we are invited to appear on shows, but we also try to be proactive and strategic about where we appear. Later this this week, uh, for example, I'm uh, we're I, I wouldn't say negotiating, but we're talking to CNN about getting on one of their uh, morning shows. You know, like in, during the course of the business day, but in the morning on CNN, which is obviously a different audience than when you go on the Fox shows, and it's mm-hmm. a different audience from even MSNBC. So we try to try to reach all the audiences. We do an awful lot of radio talk shows, and some of them are conservative, and some of them are straight news, and some of them are are more uh, leftward leaning. So we really do try to be everywhere, and we try to respond to requests and invitations, but we also try to be proactive and strategic. Now, do you meet with the president often or speak to him? Uh, or do, I you... Generally, oh, yeah. I, would, I mean, I don't know how you characterize often, but, yeah. uh, you know, every, I, I go to the rallies, I go to all the rallies and backstage is where is the best opportunity to, to talk with him. And he usually wants to know uh, like how the crowd is, what's going on, how are people reacting to the latest news. And um, so we talk with him when he's either going on stage or just coming off stage. Uh, and he was over here in our campaign offices a couple of weeks ago and um, stopped by and, and sat in my office for about uh, 20 minutes, I guess. And we were just talking about uh, the news of the day, whatever it was back then. It's hard to remember now. Mm-hmm. That was three weeks ago. It seems like a different lifetime. But uh, so, you know, I, uh, Brad Parscale, our campaign manager, talks to him several times every single day. So I think the communication lines between us and the president are, are pretty open. It's different when your candidate is the incumbent president of the United States. It's not like you have full access to him like you would if he's not currently holding office. It's just different. Yeah. We're talking to Tim Murtaugh. He's the director of communications for Donald Trump's uh, campaign. Um, How long have you known President Trump? Um, I have worked in his administration since the beginning of that. Okay. Uh, so I would say I first met him in February of 2017. Um, <clears throat> I was working on Capitol Hill and then have, had the opportunity to go work for uh, one of the members of his cabinet. And so I did, Secretary Sonny Perdue, who is still the Secretary of Agriculture. Mm-hmm. I was his communications director for two years and okay. then jumped over, to the, jumped over to the campaign a little bit more than a year ago. Now, I just, um, I, this may be a tough question, but I'm just wondering, uh, you know what you know about Donald Trump now, and you're enthusiastically out there camp- campaigning for him, trying to get him reelected. What was right. your initial response when you saw that this guy, Donald Trump, who I'm sure you were aware of as a non-politician, that this guy was about to run for president or become president? Did, were you, did it take you a while to uh, rid yourself of some skepticism, or were you on to it right away? Well, no, I was in a unique position in that I worked for a member of Congress from eastern Pennsylvania, northeastern PA, a guy named Lou Barletta. He was on our show, from, yeah. the, from the Hazleton area. Mm-hmm. And Lou was one of the very, very early supporters of, of Donald Trump, the candidate, uh, in the House of Representatives. And so, uh, you know, when we were in, in Lou's office and Lou said, look, I'm going to back Trump. I'm, I'm a Trump guy right away. Uh, so we got a, a real close look at at uh, Donald Trump and his policies and his campaign right away. We started going to the meetings. Trump campaign had a lot of meetings on Capitol Hill with the members of Congress who had been early supporters. And, you know, I got a healthy, healthy, up-close look at his campaign right away and what he was running on. Of course, I paid attention to that. I went to a couple of the debates early on. And uh, I, I'd like, I think I was on Team Trump early in 2015, right very soon after uh, the president came down the, the escalator, the famous escalator ride. Um, and uh, I think it was thanks to Lou Barletta that I got introduced to Team Trump very early on. So, I, I, you know, I was, I was an uh, early rider on the Trump train. A pretty good ride, huh? Yes, so far. <laughs> Interesting so good. ride. It's been great. You know, and I think, I think the country is better for it, too. I think everything mm-hmm. is, look at, we're, we're seeing the best economy that this country has seen in 50 years. The unemployment numbers are unrivaled. Lowest unemployment in half a century. And, you know, for, for different demographics, however you want to look at it, it's been a tremendous great story for blacks and Latinos and for Asians and for veterans, for all those, all those folks, all-time low unemployment during the, the Trump administration. It really is a great story. Now, what makes uh, President Trump different from past Republican presidents is that uh, he's had the willingness and the tools uh, to give it right back to the media. Other, as his predecessors, Republicans I'm talking about, weren't really all that willing to do that very often. And, now, and he speaks directly to the people uh, without a filter. How does that affect your job? Uh, because are you having to react to things that, you know, like uh, George W. Bush's communications people didn't have to react to what he said on Twitter this morning, you know? 
Well, I mean, look, the, that's the way the president communicates directly with the American people. That That is absolutely one of the things that, that people love about him is that there's you don't have to guess where the president stands on something or what his thoughts are about a particular issue. You know, I mean, so many times we get questions from reporters about, you know, hey, what does the president think about this? And we can just very easily say, you know what, we refer you to the president's tweet or, you know, he stops on his way to the helicopter several times a week to stop and answer questions from the media. This guy is the most accessible president to the press corps, probably in history. He stops and takes questions from them several times a week. And other presidents would have a press conference, you know, perhaps monthly, maybe quarterly, or less often than that even. And and Trump takes questions three, four times a week. So, I mean, it really is, I think it is a benefit. It makes our jobs easier, I believe, because people know exactly what the president thinks. And, um, you know, it's never our job to explain or interpret the president, we can always just point to what he has actually said. I think that's another sign of his brilliance, by the way. Um, the, the media like to... Um, I've seen it, I see it here with... Well, I used to see it here with the uh, the Bill Cowher press conferences. They, they, were, they, they got out of hand almost, and it became ridiculous because it was on live TV, and the reporters became too much a part of it because they were on camera, and it was a live presentation. By the president standing in front of the, the helicopter, or uh, it's, it's just him. So the so the reporters don't get to get the FaceTime. Uh, I don't know if he did that on purpose, but it sort of seems to work out well for him. Well, yeah, I think a lot of them still complain about the fact that there's not the the White House press briefing in the briefing room with the with the White House press secretary. But look, I know Sarah Sanders, who was in that job before, and I know Stephanie Grisham, who is in there now, mm-hmm. and they're doing a great job. And there is no reason on earth why they need to have a daily show every day so Jim Acosta can stand up and sell more books. That's because that's all that it was. You're exactly right. It's the grandstanding. The cameras in that room spend more time pointed back at the reporter standing up making speeches than they did at the front of the room to the person who was allegedly going to answer whatever stupid question came out. Right. right. So, and the president is way more accessible. The, really, the role of, the, of those briefings, those were stand-ins for the president. When the press couldn't have access to the president, they would go to the to the spokesperson who stand at the podium there. Mm-hmm. But now they have access to the president. What is, what is the need for a briefing when you can actually ask the president yourself? So I don't think those criticisms make any sense, and I think it's because those reporters, and largely their television reporters, have been robbed of the platform that they had so enjoyed to be able to stand up, pontificate, and you know make names for themselves. And um, you know, a lot of them worked at CNN, as a matter of fact. So yeah, well, uh, I, I think you're exactly dead on. Yep. Well, your boss likes nicknames. Um, we have one for Connor Lamb. He's the Democrat here in District 17. Yeah, I know who he is. We like to call him Mr. Invisible. You're, feel free to give uh, your boss that nickname when he comes to town. Okay. But, uh, Sean, okay. Sean Parnell's been working really hard. Lamb supports Joe Biden. Uh, you see what he's been up to lately. Would you mm-hmm. want to be hanging on to Joe's coattails right now, especially here in Western PA? Uh, I would not. I would not want to be running with Joe in, case, in the event that he is, in fact, the Democrat nominee. We don't know who, whether it's going to be Joe yep. or Bernie. We don't know yet. Um, the media likes to prognosticate a mm-hmm. little bit, and they've been they've been plenty wrong in the past. So we're not going to get ahead of anybody, and we're just going to wait to see who our opponent is. But let's say it is Joe Biden. He's got a real problem in Pennsylvania because he supported NAFTA. He voted for NAFTA. He also was Obama's chief cheerleader on TPP, the trans. Pacific Partnership, which was a disaster for the manufacturing industry, and it killed jobs across the country and in Pennsylvania. And you know what else? Union members hated NAFTA, and they hated the prospect of TPP, and Joe Biden was all over those things. And so he's going to have to explain to working men and women in Pennsylvania why he supported policies that shipped their jobs overseas. And so I would not be riding Joe Biden's coattails if I were Connor Lamb or anybody else. He's also uh, anti-fracking. I'm up against a hard break and dead out of time here. Tim, uh, thanks for being on, and I won't be upset if you, uh, you know, when you come to town, you bring the president on the show with you. But, you know, I, <laughs> okay. I, I'll try to squeeze so him in if you want to get him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Happy, thank, to, happy to talk to you again, John. Thank you. Good talking to you, too, Tim. We'll be right back. Right. That's Tim Murtaugh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is calling on all Americans to pay attention to the advice coming from the White House and the president's top medical advisors concerning the coronavirus. Specifics on fighting the virus can be found at the website coronavirus.gov. Walmart is enacting an emergency leave policy. For its 1.4 million hourly U.S. workers, the policy would allow a worker to take time off without penalty if they fear the spread of COVID-19. This comes after the nation's largest private employer says a worker at its store in Cynthiana, Kentucky, tested positive for COVID-19. Stocks closing sharply higher, adding 4.9% to major indexes as the Trump administration is further responding to the economic threat from coronavirus. The Dow gained 1,167 points today. The Nasdaq up 393. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. We always hear that elections have consequences. When Democrats took over the House, it led to the impeachment of an elected president. This radio station wants every listener to focus on what's important. How do we save America from the forces that want to tear it apart? How do we make sure we save America for our kids and our grandkids? The hosts on this station need you to engage in the fight. We need you to register to vote. Elections have consequences. Make sure you are part of the solution. AM 1250, The Answer. The U.S. is projected to add 10 million jobs over the next five years. But will today's high school students be ready for the jobs of tomorrow? The future of our country is in high school, and politicians are deciding the future right now. Text FUTURE to 225568 to learn more from XQ. Message and data rates may apply. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy & Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. Politics can be, well, dirty. That's one mess Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh can't clean up. But we've got you covered on everything else, from water damage to smoke and fire damage. The man, the yellow van, call Service Master. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Still seeing heavy delays on outbound 28 Veterans Bridge to the Highland Park Bridge. Close to an extra 20 minutes for that stretch. Also, looking very busy on the Parkway East outbound Grant Street to after Forbes Avenue, a crash blocks the left lane really tied up there. Also stacked up outbound Bates Street to Edgewood Swissvale on the Parkway West. That's pretty slow ride on the outbound side, Banksville Road to Carnegie. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Tonight. 
Mostly cloudy skies this evening, then partly cloudy late with a low 32. Some sun tomorrow, followed by thickening clouds with a passing shower during the afternoon and a high 51. Low clouds tomorrow night with a low of 40. Thursday, some sun, then turning cloudy with a couple of afternoon showers and a high 61. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Uh, so let's just cancel everything. I mean, why wait? Uh, based on what's going on now with uh, sporting events, parades being canceled, why not just get it over with? Cancel everything everywhere for a month or two. Otherwise, uh, we're apparently doomed because of the coronavirus. Or maybe we should ask a doctor how we can survive. Uh, Dr. Steve Holtz is the founder of Holtz Health and Wellness Center in Houston, and he's uh, about to join us in just a second. We had a little trouble with the connection. He's on the line. We've got to ch- uh, make a... Um make us change here in the number we call him up but he's standing by here have him on just one second but uh, some of the stuff that you're hearing about now i mean pr- italy pretty much canceled everything i think the whole country is shut down um and um, i don't have to tell you what's been going on with this coronavirus every day you hear about something else that isn't going to happen because of the uh impending doom from uh this virus so um you know how how afraid should we be how much panic is there out there? That's, uh, how much of the panic is justified at all? Uh, Dr. Steve Holtz is now here. He's the founder, as I said, of the Holtz Health and Wellness Center in Houston. Thanks for uh, being here, Dr. Steve. Hey, John. I just set off the alarm in my house. Let me turn it on. I know you've got some good bull for one minute. I'll be right there. Right. <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay. Um, Dr. Steve, we, we played his uh, – if you were listening yesterday, we played uh, – an excerpt from his um, his YouTube channel uh, where he pretty much told everybody to just calm down. So I wanted to have him on today so we could ask him some uh, specific questions. And uh, is he there? Are you there, Steve? Oh, my goodness. That sounds like the, the left-wing media, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to go? Sir, I'm ready to go. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, no, we, I'm just saying we, we played an excerpt. From your YouTube channel yesterday, when you uh, kind of went off on this, the panic that's out there over this virus, I'm just wondering to start off here: has anything happened since yesterday when I sure. played your uh, YouTube uh, rant? Has anything no. changed to make you believe you should change your message at all? No, sir. Yeah, let, let me explain to the listening audience. Okay. I, I think I think everybody in the listening audience there in Pittsburgh ought to take a deep breath and blow out slowly. Everything is going to be fine. This is not the first time the media has run around in chicken little suits with their head like <laughs> screaming, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, we're all going to die of the virus, the coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. This has happened before, 2002, SARS. We had the anthrax in 2001. We had bird flu, 2005, swine flu, and 2009, MERS, in 2012. We had the Ebola virus, 14 and 16, and then we had the Zika virus. My gosh, it's another one. This was If they didn't get us and they didn't, this is going to get us, right? And that's what you've heard on the radio and TV all day long for the last three and four weeks. This is coming. It's coming. Well, let's look at the facts, folks, because the facts will help you think clearly. And right now we're having a real problem uh, we're, we're, we need an epidemic in this country, John. We need an epidemic. Did you ever say that? What kind of doctor says we need an epidemic? We need an epidemic of common sense in this country, and that's something we don't have. But we've got an epidemic of mass hysteria over the coronavirus. Now, the coronavirus is not a new virus. This virus, this virus base has been around for probably since the beginning of time, but we know ever since we've studied viruses has been there. It's, it was the SARS virus in 2002, it was a coronavirus. 2012, the MERS, uh, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, that was a coronavirus. The common cold is a coronavirus. This is COVID-19. It's the 19th one they've identified over the years. So it's not anything new. It's just a different strain of the coronavirus. Now, let's look at the facts. 
as of yesterday, and I haven't looked at the four o'clock report today, but this is this is from the CDC, Center for Disease Control. This is what they have posted. The matter, I don't care what the New York Times or, or USA Today says. This is what they have posted on their website as of four yesterday. There had been 423 suspected or presumptive cases in the United States. 423. There were more people yesterday contracted some kind of stomach virus and diarrhea or food poisoning in the country, all over the country, probably thousands. That's 423 people, and there have been 19 deaths yesterday. Maybe it's 21 or 22. Is that an epidemic that we need to be worried about? Well, you go, well, it's, it's growing. More people are getting it. Why don't we talk about the epidemic, John, that has occurred every year in our country as long as I've been alive, and that's the flu virus epidemic. Every year in America, a flu virus epidemic occurs. According to the CDC, which is a government agency, Center for Disease Control, as of February 22nd, the flu season starts October 1st, as of February 22nd, they report there have been up to, now listen here, listen closely, folks, 45 million, with an M, million people in the United States alone have contracted the flu. 560,000 have been hospitalized. Up to 45,000 have died. That's 45,000, and we've had 19, 20, 25 die of the coronavirus. What would the coronavirus have to do to get 45,000 people to that? That would be a severe problem. We're not going to have that. It's been around for months. We've probably all been exposed somewhere or another to this thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's, just, it's been all over the world. This is, this is here. But, but the big problem is the flu. Now, John, when you get the flu at your office and you go home, they go, yeah, oh, John's out for the flu this week. We got, a, we got somebody filling in for him. Does everybody go quarantine themselves so they don't get the flu? No. If we treated the flu... The same way we're treating the coronavirus, starting October 1st of every year through the end of March, we would not we would stay at home, we would not go to work, we wouldn't go to school, we wouldn't go to church, we wouldn't go to sporting events or any other events where there are a large group of people. We would isolate ourselves. But we don't. Why don't we? Because we've grown accustomed to the flu, right? And who does the flu end up affecting? Well, about 10% of the population every year gets the flu. And who are those people? Are they healthy, strong, able-bodied individuals? No, they're people that are, have comp compromised immune systems. It's the elderly, the infirmed, the debilitated, people with heart disease, people with chronic obstructive pulmonary lung disease, people with diabetes, people that are unhealthy, that are overweight, that are just not in good health, that have worn out immune systems. John, you and me and all your listeners, ever since we were born, we were exposed every day to germs. They're everywhere, bacteria and viruses. But we have an immune system God gave us that develops antibodies to these various bacteria and various germs. We may get a mild case of it. We build up antibodies so we don't get it next time it shows up. That's the way the system works. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on the phone today, and I wouldn't be on the phone. We'd be long gone. But we have, we have immune systems healthy enough to prevent that. Now, here's what, you're, here's what you and all the listeners need to understand. You can do something by taking charge of your health. There's no treatment for the coronavirus and a very poor treatment for the regular virus. You can't even, the vaccination for the, I mean, for the flu, the, the vaccination. Sir, it's, if, if the vaccination worked, why do we have 50,000 people die annually of the flu in America and about a, a million worldwide? if the flu vaccine worked. The reason it doesn't work, it's hard to create a vaccine from the old virus when the virus mutates before the next season. You follow that? So you only yep. have the viruses that you got. You got to take those, you create a vaccine. Now it takes six months to create that. In the meantime, that old flu bug going, hey, we're going to outsmart them. And it just, it, just, it just mutates into a new strain. That's why 50% of the people that have the flu had a flu shot. But they did, it didn't get resistance because it wasn't the right. We didn't know what bug was coming out because it hadn't developed yet. So we just tolerate the flu, right? Right. But on the coronavirus, we got five. Say we got five hundred. Say we had five thousand. Say we had fifty thousand cases. It is. It 
pales in significance to the flu. And nobody is quarantining and saying we shouldn't go out and have events and cancel the airplane trips and no cruises. Nobody's doing that. But why, why are they doing it with this? Uh, uh, this um, I mean, and why is it working? I mean, Italy canceled everything. You can't, sir, I mean, you're not allowed out sir, of your house in Italy sir, right now. Sir, that, I mean, the, this is how big government wants to take over. They create a crisis. They create a crisis so they can deny you your liberties, and they scare you into thinking you've got to take away people's liberties to live. And that is just wrong. What they're doing is wrong. Let the, here's what I say, just, just like the flu. It's, whatever happens, it's going to happen. The people that are healthy are going to do fine, and the people that are debilitated, I recommend, look, hey, John, I have, a, I have HotseVitamins.com. I just created a pack. Here's what you do. A, here's how you treat, here's what you do to keep from getting it. A, B, C, D, and Z. You know what that is? Vitamin A, vitamin B complex, vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. Those will all build up your immune system. I've created Dr. Hotze's Immune Pack. You can, you can go to Hotze, vitamin, H-O-T-Z-E, vitamins.com. Put your, if you're on vitamins and minerals and you're thin and trim and you're in good health, you're not going to need to worry. If you're not, then, then get yourself on a good, healthy eating program. Cut out the carbs. They all convert to sugar. That depresses your immune system. And get on a good vitamin support program and just plan on being healthy and well. The bacteria and viruses always attack sick people. And if you're an unhealthy people, if you're unhealthy, then you're likely to get attacked by a flu virus or maybe by the coronavirus. I doubt you're going to even see it in your neighborhood. You might, but it's going to be unlikely because look at the flu. We've had 40, in five months, we've had 45 million cases in the United States, up to that number. And all of China, and this has been going on since uh, in the middle part of December in China, and it had to start before that, they have only recognized 80,000 cases. There could be there could be 10 times that many. There could be 800,000 cases in China. There are 1.5 billion people. It's still scratching the surface compared to the flu, which is about 10% of the population in America gets the flu every year. It, think about it. 80 over 80,000 Chinese over 1.5 billion people means one out of every 20,000 Chinese people have the virus, or at least have been documented to have it. One out of 20,000. If it was so bad, why hasn't it just spread like crazy? Well, here's my question, though. Uh, and we're talking to Dr. Steve Holtz. He's the uh, founder of the Holtz Health and Wellness Holtz Center. Holtz Health and Wellness Holtz. Center, Houston, Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. Um, you know, I just heard that the, the Ivy League has canceled its basketball tournament. Okay. Oh, sir, this is this is just mass hysteria. Well, they're supposed it, to be pretty smart in the Ivy League. I mean, sir, who's well, who's making these look, decisions that, and what are they basing it on? Well, sir, I happen to believe there's a lot of politics involved in this. That's my that's what I believe. There's no who's promoting this. What media is promoting this? Oh yeah, but 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 what? Yeah, I, it's, how it's, how it's much a, of it though? It's the fake news media. Guess what? They don't want Trump to have. They want to make sure. Hey, if they can cancel Harvard. Why should Trump be allowed to have a rally? Yeah, well, sir, but here's the thing: I, I, they, it's it's somebody up there at the in the Ivy League offices is afraid that if they put on their tournament, that somebody's going to show up with the virus and he's going to get blamed for it. Uh, and, sir, and, it's just it's just it is man. Everybody everybody's trying to cover their tail. It's just I'm just look at the figures: four hundred and twenty-three. Say five hundred people in America have documented this. Say it could be 5,000 next week, and we've had 45 million cases of the flu and 45,000 deaths. This pales into insignificance. If they really cared about public health, why in the world haven't they tried to take care of the flu? They don't make, they don't shut down schools because of the flu. They don't shut down offices. They don't shut down colleges. Well, somebody out there, Doc, thinks that, that the difference between this and the flu is that I'm going to die if I get the coronavirus. People die of the flu. 45,000 have died every year in America. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I just, what is it about this time? Is it, is it Donald Trump? Is it, uh, I mean, what is it about this What was the, this, what this was the headline on the New York Times? The Trump virus. If you get it, you know who to blame. Who do you yeah, blame? Yeah. You know, it's, it's New Orleans. It's Trump's Katrina. As if Trump created this thing. That, look, it was, it was the Russia hoax. You know, it was a Ukraine hoax. 
It was all these other hoaxes. Now they're going to have this coronavirus hoax. Not that the virus doesn't exist, but this hoax like this is the end of the world, and it's Donald Trump's fault. It's the China. Surely Trump must have colluded with China to come up with this thing. It's all his fault. This is this is this is pandemonium that they're creating, mass hysteria. And look, I happen to be a Christian, and it says in the Bible we we don't have a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. Have a sound mind, folks. Think rashly. Think clearly. Use your common sense and say, really? Let me look at the numbers. Compare this to the annual flu. And I'm supposed to quarantine myself and never go anywhere for the next two weeks and month because the coronavirus. Well, I could be carrying the coronavirus. You could be carrying the flu for crying out loud and probably have carried the flu. Just never got it because you, you've already built up immunity to it. Hey, so, Dr. Steve, I'm, I'm out of time. One more time. Yeah. Give me your give me your website. OK, it's HotzeVitamins.com, HotzeVitamins.com for the Dr. Hotze Immune Pack. H-O-T-Z-E. You got it. Thank you, John. All right. Thank Go you. Go get him, buddy. Keep All it right. up. We'll be right back. If I'm still alive. Good. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRSPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roof siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. I am doing it all. The water, the fiber, the exercise. But I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keep coming back. My doctor said that I may have a chronic medical condition called Irritable Bowel Syndrome with Constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. 
Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at Linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. So, I came across a piece from the Atlantic. Now, we just, we just talked to the doctor about the panic. And this is uh, the headline of this piece on the Atlantic by somebody named Yashik Monk or Monk or something or other. Look, uh, is cancel everything. That's the headline. And they're not being facetious. Uh, I actually said that at the beginning of the segment. Let's just cancel everything. I was, you know, kind of kidding. This says cancel everything. Goes on to talk about how dangerous it is and how we're all going to die and the government's not doing enough and the Donald Trump should do more and blah, blah, blah. And this is what it says in this piece. Do you own a, do you head a sports team, player games in front of an empty stadium? Are you organizing a conference? Postpone until the fall. Do you run a business? Tell your employees to work from home. Are you the principal of a school or the president of a university? Move classes online before your students get sick and infect your, uh, their, their frail relatives. Are you running a presidential campaign? Cancel all the rallies right now. All of these decisions have real costs. Shutting down public schools in New York City, for example, would deprive tens of thousands of kids of urgently needed school meals. Yeah, that's why people go to school, to eat. You know, so you, when did that happen? That people started going to school for the purpose of eating? Who, who's, who's running? What's going on? I mean, come on. So... The Penguins are playing a game tonight, a hockey game. How much time I got, Aaron? The Penguins are playing a hockey game in New Jersey tonight against the Devils. Penguins stink lately. They're going to try to turn it around. That's a little sports inside there for you. But um, And they're not going to allow the media in the locker room after the game. Why? Because of the coronavirus. Now, the media will be allowed to congregate and sit in the press box and breathe and sneeze and cough all over each other for the entire game. And they'll be sitting there in a stadium with 18,000 other people. But just to be safe, they're not allowed to go in and talk to the players because they might get the coronavirus and die. That's where we are now in America, in the world for that matter. They canceled the St. Patrick's Day parade in Dublin. We're all doomed. I hope to see you tomorrow if I'm not dead. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.